Remember, I don't know, about a month ago when you felt lucky and you went and bought Powerball tickets because the Powerball was $768.4 million. You weren't lucky. But one guy was, Manuel Franco, 24, from New Berlin, Wisconsin. He said, I felt lucky. So I bought $10 worth of Powerball tickets. One of the tickets, of course, was worth $768.4 million. Amazing. Congratulations. I know he uh, he's going to take the cash payout, which gets him down to $477 million. And then let's not forget about, you know, those state and federal taxes. Everybody wants their cut. So they're going to wire transfer into his account $326 million. That would not be hard to take. I want you all just to take a second and imagine your, your checking account. Whatever's in there now. So imagine your checking account. Manuel said he was trying to get his checking account up to $1,000 before he hit the lotto. And think of it, what it would look like after the Powerball wire transferred $326 million in there. I know. I know. Looks pretty damn good. Congratulations, Danielle. Congratulations. I'm glad you won. Glad you won. Good for you. No, really. Good for Congratulations. I mean it. Wow. Congratulations. So I saw this story last night. It's been gnawing, gnawing at me since last night. Almost like just a little, I don't know, like a little possum in the bedroom. Just gnawing at you all night long. So the story is a lady in Ohio, Ashley Foster, uh, gets arrested. And she was, uh, it was under, you know what? She was the wrong person. Uh, She had the same name. Uh, But the address was wrong. So the warrant was right except for the address. So really the warrant was, I don't know, wrong. Did that stop the police? Nope. Drug her out of her car in a parking lot. She had two children with her. Didn't matter. One was like uh, really young. Nope, you're not going to change the diaper. Nope, you're not going to feed it. You're under arrest. You're under arrest. But it's not me. I'm not the person. You have the wrong person. I know it says everything is right except for my address. Nope. We're arresting you for trafficking heroin. You're under arrest. Let's go. Okay, well, what about my kids? Eh, They'll come and get them. So she was in jail for... Seven days, two different jails. In fact, let's let her tell you what happened. 
No one could tell me anything. Every single officer I talked to said the warrant is not ours. The case is not ours. I can't tell you anything. Moved to Brown County just two days ago. The Brown County officer said, it's not my case. I can't tell you anything, but we're going to take you to our jail. Seven days, seven nights. Amazing. In jail before I could finally know why I was even there. Unbelievable. So, I mean, she's in jail for seven days, seven nights, not even knowing really what's going on, where she's going, what the warrant was from. Everybody telling her, not my job. Not my job. Sorry. So they caught up with her. This news report happened to catch up with her right at the, I mean, she would just let out of jail. She was uh, in her yard. She was at her house, or at least she was at a home. Um, But uh, she had just been let out of jail. And they let her out of jail. And they just said, she finally met with the captain. And the captain was like, yeah, you know what? (laughs) You're the wrong person. (laughs) Thanks for your time. Take care. I, I don't even think she got to take care. I mean, it's amazing. Aberdeen Chief David Benjamin confirmed to me he interviewed Ashley this morning. He just said, thank you for your time. He left. Uh, Did he apologize? No. What are you going to do now? I'm going to go get my kids back. Yes, yeah, she breaks down and starts crying because she's going to go. She hasn't even had a chance to get her kids back when she did this interview. Now... She got her kids back, but she lost her job because she didn't show up for work. Nobody didn't even know where she was for seven days. Uh, they, the people who took her children, um, the Child Protective Services, they didn't just give her her kids back. No, she had to be interviewed to see if she was a fit mother after she'd been arrested. She was arrested falsely. It was wrong. The police department even said that they had sent her prints during the procedure to the FBI to confirm her identity. Her prints were returned negative. You know why? She'd never been arrested. Okay. I know mistakes happen. 100%. I know mistakes happen. And I get it. It just seems like perhaps we should go, when a mistake happens, perhaps we should go out of our way to make up for that mistake. Maybe the police chief goes to her job. Maybe the police chief, I don't know, goes to Child Protective Services with her and says uh, she was falsely arrested. We made a mistake. Give her her kids back goes to her job, lets them know she was falsely arrested. It was our mistake. Is there anything we can do? At least try. Instead of the, thanks for your time. Uh, no. Something a little extra would be nice, chief. So I know that she's in the process of talking to an attorney, and I'm sure there's many knocking on her door now. Uh, I want... The town, the county, the sheriff's department, all named Ashley Foster now. I want people to be living in Ashley Foster, Ohio. And I want the police chief to bend the knee. Another police department here in Florida, though, helping out uh, Mr. Jim's Pizza. Uh, Mr. Jim's Pizza had to close, had to shut down. I don't know if you're a fan of Mr. Jim's Pizza. 
uh, here in the Metroplex. Uh, they had to shut her down because uh, some employees were putting uh, Miralax on pizzas. <laughs> it's not funny. It's not funny at all. I don't even know why you're laughing. All right. But uh, <laughs> the I, if you, I don't know if you've ever been to uh, Springtown, Texas, which is, I mean, this time of year, beautiful. Uh, right there in I mean, the story says it's in Wise and Parker counties. Is half of Springtown in Wise and half of it in Parker County? I'm going to have to look at the map now for that. Look that up. See if it is. Springtown, Texas. See if it's in half the counties. I don't know why they're saying it's in both counties, so that's got to be the case. So, anyway, a resident uh, told uh, the police, uh, no, uh, they're putting uh, laxative on on the food. And uh, so they shut it down. Now, they were joking around with other employees. Now, is it, should they be doing that? No. No, they should not. But they had to shut it down. It was at least three employees. Um, the they gave it to another employee. The employee unknowingly ate. Yeah, I got it. Okay. And so no laxatives were put on any pizzas that were sold to the public. Of course, they had to shut it down. But it's back open now. And just to prove that it's okay, the police department of Springtown. I don't know whether it was the Wise County or the Parker County side. They're the both in Wise and Parker County. Springtown. Oh, is. there you go. All right, so it's right there. The, the county line is right there. So I don't know. Maybe the, maybe both county sheriffs showed up, but they're eating at uh, at Mr. Jim saying, hey, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Man, do I. It'd be a shame if somebody actually put laxative on those police officers' pieces, wouldn't it? Like maybe Wise County did it to Parker County Sheriff's. Well, I'll show those bastards. It's I like mean, a rivalry in Super Troopers. Uh, that'd be a real shame. I would hate to see that. For those of you that listen to Steve Dace here on the Blaze Network, uh, you know, you can download his podcast wherever, you know, Blaze TV, Blaze, whatever, whatever your problem is. So apparently he was off yesterday and, uh, you know, I don't want anything bad to happen to Steve. And I like Steve. I know Steve. Um, but apparently he uh, had little heart palpitations or something and he went to the hospital and he said, started, you know, had, was worried. He brought his wife. He almost stopped working and. He went to some urgent care building, and then the doc said, oh, if you were my kid, I would go do some more tests. So he did. Off to the hospital he goes, and he spent the night there, and he got all these tests and his little stress tests, and he's talking about all his blood tests that he took, and now it's like nothing was wrong. They, he thinks that it was just that he was you know, hyped up on his green tea caffeine. Okay. You know, I feel sorry for you, Steve, but why, you know, why don't you uh, settle down with your little new motto of, hey, if you think it's a problem, get it taken care of. Why don't you be a man? All right? Be a man like the rest of us. Wait until you actually have the heart attack to call somebody. All right? I, was, I did that. Not you. I didn't, I didn't wait around. Oh, my chest kind of hurts. I'm going to go have it checked. No. Be a man. Wait until you actually have the heart attack before you go to the hospital and worry about it then. Damn you for being preventative. Man, I can't take it. What happened? Where are the men? That's what I want to know. Where are the men?
So my Saturday podcast last week, uh, I interviewed uh, Tom Kulig, who is a uh, an attorney, and uh, he uh, represents uh, companies and individuals, and he's uh, focused on facial recognition technology. And uh, I see a story again today. You can go back and download that wherever you get your podcasts, wherever they're available. In fact, you should be a subscriber of Chewing the Fat. And if you subscribed, you would get the boop every day when it uploads. I think it's sometime late in the afternoon, 530 Central, 630 Eastern, I think is when it drops. But on Saturdays, uh, I usually try to have an extra show uh, for you to listen to, just something to listen. I listened to Tom, uh, we talked to Tom uh, this weekend about uh, facial recognition and uh, where we're headed with that and, you know, the, where the future and what could possibly go wrong because nothing could go wrong with that, right? I mean, it's a perfect, perfect technology i accept that a new york student has now sued apple for a billion dollars good luck getting that by the way but uh the, he said that the company's facial recognition software falsely linked him to a series of thefts from apple stores so uh this young kid said he was arrested at his home in new york in november and charged with stealing from an apple store the arrest warrant included a photo that didn't even look like him and he said uh, one of the thefts he was charged with in Boston took place on a day in June. He was attending a, a, a prom in Manhattan. So he said he lost his learner's permit. This is where the story gets a little convoluted. He said he lost his learner's permit. Someone could have stolen him and using that for their identification. But Apple uses, uh, according to him, the photos and facial te- facial recognition in their stores. Uh, Apple on Tuesday said, we don't use facial recognition in our stores. We don't know what you're talking about. Uh, we don't know how that happened. We just, uh, we just happened to get that picture from our, you know, our cameras. We didn't use any technology to figure out it was you. So, uh, good luck getting that billion dollars from Apple. And I'm probably, if he starts blaming, if he starts calling them out for facial recognition and they're already denying it. I don't think he's going to get a settlement either. They're going to want Apple's going to want to fight it, and they got a lot of money, which sucks. If you go after Apple, you better be right because you're hoping for that settlement, right? I'm going to sue you for a billion dollars, and you want Apple to go. Oh, let's just make this go away. We don't want to. We don't want to put up with this lawsuit for ten years and spend all this money. Here's a million. Go away. If they're fighting you because of the facial recognition. They can fight you for 10 years. They've got the money. Do you? I don't think so. But it does prove that we're already involved in uh, cases of people being falsely identified for crimes because of facial recognition or presumed facial recognition. So that road is going to be a long and busy road, and it just might affect you. I hope not, but it probably will we're going to get an execution in texas too tonight uh going down tonight i'm I'm excited i am i can't wait because i'm a big fan of uh i think texas too we did this we've done this i think texas is now one of the states that don't give the people who are being executed their last meal you just get whatever everybody else is getting bastards what happened to the good old days? Some states still give you, you know, you're still able to, you know, get what you want. If you want fried clams and some root beer float, fine. 
Not anymore. You just get whatever you just get what everybody else is getting. I want pizza from Springtown, Texas. Right. With well, the Miralax. Don't worry. A little bit later on this evening, you'll be getting, you'll be having, uh, you'll be having what Miralax does for you. No problem with a little help from the state of Texas. So, uh, <laughs> uh, John William King, forty-four, is uh, you know going to. Well, he's not even getting the juice. He's getting injected with fluids. Oh, see, we're not even getting any. He's just, tss, tss, and then he's going down. But he is, uh, remember, he was uh, convicted for the death of uh, James Byrd Jr., who was, uh, you know, now he's, you know, one of the most horrific racial deaths, I mean, hate crimes in Jasper, Texas, uh, back in 1998. So uh, he's the, uh, this guy is believed to be the ringleader, and uh, he tried to get out of it and uh, had all his appeals uh, denied. Uh, One of the other men, involved in the dragging was lawrence brewer lawrence russell brewer uh we've already put him down in 2011 and sean allen berry the third participant he was just sentenced to life so uh he's still obviously serving his time so uh james bird jr uh can rest a little bit easier now because uh, number two is uh going down tonight in the state of texas sad that it won't be it'll just be but it will be something executions are in now though we talked uh, a little bit earlier this week about uh uh north korea uh, back to giving public executions now in town square uh saudi arabia just put 37 people down by beheading them what is going on in the world man these 37 people convicted on terrorism charges uh in saudi arabia uh got the death penalty and uh it was a max mass execution beheaded uh i don't know i mean it's their you know what they're their own country you gotta say okay i guess you gotta be okay with that but uh the one kid was arrested because he was going to go to the, some democracy rally during the arab spring because he had already been accepted to come to college here in the u.s and he was going to go to some democracy rally during the arab spring and they were like hey no that's a crime is that worth beheading not if you want to go to the perot museum on friday night my friends it isn't worth beheading, I'll tell you that. Science, fact, or science fiction. 21 and up gets to explore how the sci-fi gadgets of the past have informed technology today at the Social Science Science Fiction, Friday night at the Perot Museum. So if you're in this neck of the woods, uh, the Metroplex, and have uh, an inkling for science fact or science fiction, you can go to the Pro Museum of Nature and Science, Friday night, 7 to 11 p.m., uh, and of course, if you're an adult. You can learn about uh, key poisons from Game of Thrones with a medical toxologist. That would be fun, actually. I might have to, might have to go to that. You can discover uh, advances in artificial intelligence, dive into CRISPR. Uh, they're going to demo... Uh, uh, autonomous cars with the ut dallas uh, cars project they're going to shrink objects 
with the shrink ray science no thank you uh, i'd like to go the opposite way please with uh you know what are we shrinking that's my question wait that's my question what are we shrinking because now you know i don't even want to know the answer to that plus you can put your mark on the pro lego wall and uh of course that's the art of the brick which is the temporary exhibition so friday night at the Perot museum uh it must be an adult for this uh it sounds like <laughs> it sounds like a lot of fun i actually want to uh i want to see the uh the medical toxologist and tell me the poisons that are being used in game of thrones and then i will ask the question what are we shrinking and of course you're going to be able to wet your whistle with the wolfgang pucks uh signature cocktail close encounters of the third lime <laughs> oh that's funny or you can grab a deliciously frozen and carbonate snack um music is going to be provided by dj light bright and radio dj so friday night you can be there for the music provided by dj light bright and radio djs at the perot museum of science yeah, uh, it sounds like a lot of fun, actually. The Pro Museum of uh, Nature and Science. Friday night, 7 to 11 p.m. Social science or science fiction. So you might as well go to perotmuseum.org and get your tickets right now. Perotmuseum.org. It's supported by Highland Capital Management, Tequila Herradura, and Park Place Dealerships. See you Friday night at Perot Museum. Perotmuseum.org. <laughs> Right, let's go to the break room. I need a drink anyway. And I seriously need a drink of Coca-Cola Zero Sugar. <sighs> I see where Coca-Cola is now uh, launching their new Coke coffee. Said to be uh, the perfect mid-afternoon Fix that perfect mid-afternoon slump with Coke coffee. Uh, I mean, in the old days, you know, back in the day, Coke and coffee used to work. Different. Different Coke, really. Anyway, the uh, good luck for them. Back in, uh, they tried, they had the Coca-Cola Plus in Australia, but uh, now Coke coffee expected to hit shelves in more than 25 markets worldwide by the end of this year. Good luck. I mean, they're trying to get, uh, trying to their fight against the energy drinks, right? Coke coffee will be uh, new and, uh, and uh, on the shelves, 25 markets by the end of this year. Another thing that's hitting the shelves, uh, Sugarfina is making the first ever coffee-infused caffeinated gummy bears. Man, is that looking for a lawsuit? Good luck, good luck. Because you know you're gonna you're gonna have kids and old people just downing caffeine gummy bears and being all freaked out. Because we've already had you know the people that uh, downed the uh, loads of the sugar free gummy bears that have the uh, Miralax made with Miralax. And people, you have too many of the sugar-free gummy bears and you're uh, doing Jim's Pizza stories with it. Woof. So now you're, you're going to have people running around. I just ate a bag of those gummy bears. That's all like I normally do. Never mind that it's all caffeine. That's all. For those of you that are uh, listening uh, 
to uh, join the fat and you're a subscriber to the podcast and you're a podcast listener i, I find it uh, amazing and uh, you know the member of the blaze uh, tv you uh you know you subscribe to blaze tv thank you very much if you do that i know that uh, another company luminary is now uh doing their eight dollars a month subscription for exclusive podcasts good luck i mean most podcasts like this one are free you're welcome i mean i fought and fought to make this podcast free i did i mean i went out of my way they said no jeff no we want to we want to charge people it's just that good we want to charge people for this podcast i was no no i won't have it it's a free podcast i want people just to go to chewing the fat with jeff fisher and subscribe and get it for free it's what i want and they finally gave in they gave in they said okay fine here you go it's we'll find another way to make money off of it all right sell some ads you see how that's going i mean you hear ads all over this thing so <laughs> I mean, they are everywhere i have to stop them from adding so many commercials to this podcast so uh good luck to luminary with their hey now it's another way for you to get the exclusive content i mean there's so many free podcasts out there with information i don't know uh good luck and uh congratulations uh we know that cvs who agonizing uh, banned all tobacco sales in 2014. Now we have a dozen states or so, uh, and 450 cities have raised the minimum age to buy tobacco to 21. Uh, Senate Majority Leader uh, Mitch Turtle McConnell said that uh, he's going to introduce legislation to make federal purchasing age 21. Yay! And now Walgreens says it's going to raise the age of buying tobacco products to 21. At least they're not going to cancel sales like CVS. That's too much money for them to lose to stop selling tobacco products. But they're going to make you have to be 21 to buy it. They've been in, Walgreens has been in so much trouble because they've been they've been caught selling to minors a bunch of times. They've been fined selling to minors all this time. But they've started their campaign now. If you buy tobacco products at a Walgreens, at least here in Texas, uh, they slide your ID. Uh, everybody gets everybody gets carded for tobacco. So, you know, I don't know why they're making such a big deal out of the 21, but I guess they're trying to appease everyone. So I guess, uh, you know, they're saying that uh, the number one cause of preventable death, cigarettes. And Rite, Rite Aid claims that uh, over 80% of adult smokers had their first cigarette before turning 18. That, I believe. I mean, I was like, I don't know, 11, 12. I mean, when I was my kid's age, <laughs> I, was already, I was already smoking my heart out, man. And I mean, smoking my heart out it took a you know about 80 years before i actually had a heart attack but it did finally happen almost 95 percent started smoking before hitting 21 yeah absolutely um the fda is breathing down everybody's necks. drug stores are moving to keep the camels away from the young babies yeah well that's you know that's the author of the story but it's going to be 21 everywhere very very soon you can still go to war you can still fight for us, but you're not going to be able to have a beer or smoke a cigarette. It's kind of ridiculous. Kind of. Uh, people are getting mad again at uh, how much uh, CEOs are making. Uh, I know they're all wound up about Reed Hastings from Netflix. Uh, whatever Reed Hastings makes, uh, it's worth it. Pay him the money. 
Uh, he took home almost $302 million last year. Uh, that's not a bad year. Not a bad year at all. Uh, last year, 2017, he took home $179 million. I mean, how did he live? How did he live? That's why he got up to 302 in 2018 because he just couldn't do it. He couldn't make, he can't make ends meet at $179 million. That's clear. I mean, it only... It only made him the highest paid CEO in the in the S and P five hundred, and that was one hundred seventy nine million. So three hundred two million. Good luck, God bless. And they're pissed at Iger from Disney for making you know sixty five million dollars. I and he's cashed out a bunch. He's made more than that because he cashes out his stock options, which is what Hastings is doing as well, right? I mean his. His salary is maybe I don't know seventeen million or fifteen million or whatever whatever it is it doesn't matter but uh, I mean when you start talking about anywhere under twenty million forget about it but it's the stock options that they're cashing out that you know are making him the the hundreds of millions of dollars and Abigail Disney who get over yourself Abigail the activist filmmaker she likes to go by and the heir to the Disney Empire has uh, described the Disney CEO's uh, compensation as insane. Uh, they're worried, she's worried about, uh, he could have given a 15% raise to everyone who works at Disneyland and still walked away with $10 million. Yes, he could have. But would it made a difference to what Disney made? No. When, those, uh, when the guys sweeping up trash at Disney, and God bless them, and bless their heart for doing it, and they and I and I understand how tough a job it is. And you're walking around, you know, Disney World in Florida, sweeping up trash and picking up ice cream that little Billy dropped, and making sure everything is clean. It's a tough job, but you knew what you were getting paid when you did it. It just just drives me crazy. And we also found out that uh, the uh, Masayasi son. I don't know. I mean, it's not my son, but he's Masayasi's son. Uh, he lost a hundred and thirty million dollars on Bitcoin. So remember when we all thought Bitcoin was gonna reach the edge of the earth, and we were all gonna invest in Bitcoin and get rich. We all put money on Bitcoin because we had people telling us that it was going to be this great thing. And by the end of the year, the end of last year, uh, we were going to make all this money and we didn't. Uh, He bought into that as well. And uh, he thought it was going to be a big thing too. So look, he's a billionaire and 130 million is like nothing. And throw that, give that to somebody. But uh, nobody likes to lose 130 million dollars congratulations to uh wing that's the uh alphabet google's drone division uh they're becoming the first company to receive an faa air carrier certification they're going to be able to start to commercial service in virginia later this year why is this not happening in texas specifically in dfw why am I not getting drone deliveries at my home now? I've already said I'll put in the drone delivery chute in the roof, but I've got a nice big backyard. I'll, I'll paint a giant X. 
I want the drone to fly over, drop my package, and be done. So that when I order something, yes. Do I? Do you want it drone delivered in five minutes? Yes. And have it picked up in my backyard. I want that now. They're having it in Virginia. What? No, thank you. No, thank you. Good news from a Merriam-Webster dictionary. They've added some new words, like 640 new words to the dictionary. And uh, you're going to be happy with some of the words that have been added, like swole and buzzy. I mean, swole, if you're like me, you're familiar with that. You work out in the gym and you're just hanging out in the gym all the time. and You get swole. I mean, that's, a, that's clear that that happens. <laughs> Now some of these some of these words I find uh they're more like slang words is all. Really? I mean that's all they're that's all they're doing. I know that uh, they're words that are supposed to be uh uh what do they call them? Uh, uh they're supposed to uh, reach critical mass. Right? So they look for according to the editor at large for Merriam-Webster's dictionary. Um uh, they look Newspapers, magazines, academic journals, books, movies, television scripts, until the words reach what they call critical mass, which is, that means that they're looking for, you know, slang terms, but they're going to turn them into actual words. Like, um, what if I told you the meaning to a word that they added? Um, Someone regarded or treated as unique or special and someone who is overly sensitive. What word would you pick? Uh, you would be wrong. The word is snowflake. Let's say the final moments or minutes of a game in which one size ha- one side has an insurmountable lead. Nope. It's called garbage time. All right, you try to guess this one, all right? I'll let you know if you got it right. A form of venture capitalism in which aggressive methods are used to buy a distressed business with the intention of selling it at a profit. No, silly. It's called vulture capitalism. Duh. All right, so here's one that I mentioned earlier. All right, we know about swole. Here's one that I mentioned earlier. See if you can remember which one it was. Causing or characterized by a lot of speculative or excited talk or attention. Right, you got one of them right. Buzzy. (laughs) So, you know, that's only 636 more words to go that were added to the Merriam Dictionary. And we're not going to go through them all because snowflake, garbage time, vulture capitalism, buzzy, and swole are enough. Although I didn't do swole, so since we added swole, that's 635 more words we have to go through. But who's counting? All right, warning, warning, warning. Something is going on. I mean, I don't know what's happening, but be on the lookout, okay? The kissing bug, 
the kissing bug is now starting to attack this year. Be on the lookout. Uh, we just had a report of uh, a little girl uh, getting bit on the face by the kissing bug. And it happened in her room. I mean, she's just laying in her bedroom watching TV and the kissing bug came on. That kind of hurt. I shouldn't have hit myself so hard in the face. Now, the family lived in a, an older single-family home near a heavily wooded area, according to the CDC report. Right. There was an air conditioner in the window of the girl's bedroom, and they hadn't traveled anywhere outside the local area, so the bug just kind of zipped around the AC unit, I guess. Okay. In September, the Centers of Disease Control and Prevention warned that the deadly bloodsuckers were on the move up from Central and South America. And had been reported in Maryland, Pennsylvania, and Virginia. Yeah, that's quite a ways up from Central and South America. Quite a ways up. Uh, Amazing. And now we've got this girl uh, from Kent County uh, getting bitten in the face from the kissing bug. Uh, We are, if you're in the lower half of the United States, be ready and be on the lookout, man. I do not like the idea of the deadly Chagas kissing bug, man. It's the silent danger. Here's what happens. You'll be happy to, you'll be happy to hear this. Uh, while it's on you, it's sucking your blood, and then it defecates. The feces is a parasite which finds a home in your tissue, muscles, heart, and leads to a Chagas disease. Uh, the disease can be fatal, though the chances of contracting it are low. Not if they're already biting people now. If a person contracts the disease, a tip, symptoms uh, typically include a severe redness, itching, swelling, welts, and hives. It can be spread from mother to baby by blood transfusion and during organ transplants. Uh, most people only experience minor systems, but some, less than half really, may develop the following. Irregular heartbeats that can cause sudden death. Maybe that's wrong with Steve Days. Maybe he got bitten by a kissing bug. I mean, maybe he has chuggas. Somebody <laughs> I mean, needs to uh, alert him then. Possibly Uh, an enlarged heart that doesn't pump blood well, problems with digestion and bowel movements, an increased chance of having a stroke. Uh, Yes. The CDC estimates that approximately 300,000 persons with this disease live in the United States. Uh, Most are infected with, you know, parasite T. Uh, I don't want to be infected with that, and I don't want them to come. They come from South America. I'm I'm absolutely sure, though, that none of these bugs are getting uh, brought here from immigrants sneaking into the country illegally. That that is not happening. No way. That, uh, I won't hear of it. I won't hear of the reason that the kissing bug is attacking people in our northeastern states. And they live in Central and South America, but they're in our central northeastern states attacking people already. Not the lower half, but the northeast couldn't be because we're transferring people sneaking into this country across the border to those parts of the country. Right? Right. In other news, New York City 
is the first city of the United States. The first city in the United States. Congratulations. I mean that. Congratulations. Am I the only one clapping or? Am I? Okay, thank you. Thank you. Jeez. New York City is number one. Wow, I didn't want to be the only one. Thank you. Uh, they have now, uh, they're the first city to eliminate processed meats. Again. Thank you. Am I the, am I the, am not clapping for that? Mayor Bill de Blasio approved uh, the $14 billion Green New Deal. The plan will cut purchases of red meat by 50% in the city-controlled facilities such as hospitals, schools, and correctional facilities. Has there been a lot of hot dog eating at, hot, at hospitals? I find that hard to believe. Uh, the commitment builds off the Meatless Mondays campaign that was adopted by the NYC schools in 2017. So, New York City is not only... Uh, getting rid of uh, processed meats but they are battling climate change thank you congrats am i the only no they're bad thank you thank you that's what i'm saying don't leave me hanging i'm not i can't be the only one that's excited about that can't be and uh nicholas cage uh, we talked about nicholas uh, getting married uh, after uh you know, for four days and then wanting a divorce after he sobered up, he realized, what the hell did I do? <laughs> I just want a divorce. And the first reports were everything was going to be fine. Uh, yeah, we're just going to get an annulment and we'll be fine. And then apparently where Nick screwed up was he got drunk again and called the wife and said, no, let's say, you know, I really like you. Let's get back together. I'm sorry. And so now she still wants a divorce, but she wants spousal support. Nick, there may be, that might be an issue of why you don't have any money and you're struggling and you've had to work in all those movies that you didn't want to work in because you needed the money. Could be one of the reasons why. That's all. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. And one of the stories you heard here on Chewing the Fat and nowhere else was that uh, dinosaur fossils were up for sale on eBay. And there was one particular baby T-Rex was being sold for $2.9 million. Or that's the asking price of the baby T-Rex. But there's all kinds of fossils for sale on eBay. Uh, dinosaur fossils, which is really cool. I got kind of went down that wormhole this weekend a little bit of seeing some fossils. Because I think it would be cool to own one. And I think it would be really cool to own the baby T-Rex. If you've got two point nine million that you'd like to loan me, eh, you know, I, I put an offer in of ten bucks. I don't think I'm getting it. But now, now there everybody's arguing they don't want eBay to allow dinosaur fossils sold on eBay. Uh, private fossil collections deprive scientists and the public of the chance to learn. Okay, here's what I have to say about that. And this might come as a surprise to you, but uh, all of you saying that uh, private fossil collections deprive scientists and the public of a chance to learn. Shut up. This is America. And we've got museums everywhere, books and online everywhere of these fossils. And these fossils have been studied. 
the guy is just pulling him out now because he needs a little cash. And he's saying, I've given out, you know, you've used him for free for all this time. Now, how about you buy him from me? So there you have it, Mr. Scientist. Why don't you go get your own? And then you can study those instead of living off everybody else at the university, Mr. Scientist. And you know, Mr. Scientist, if he had the baby T-Rex and needed some cash, (laughs) baby T-Rex would be up for sale. No question about it. All right, I got a surprise for you. I was going to leave it at that and end the podcast there. In fact, play the ending music. All right, so I'm doing a little experiment here. I'm doing my own scientific test here for chewing the fat. Uh, Those of you that are listening to the podcast right now, if you're the first person to email me at chewingthefatattheblaze.com, email me, email address chewingthefatattheblaze.com, the first person to email me at that address, wins whatever you choose from shop.theblaze.com. You can have a Chewing the Fat t-shirt. I shouldn't say whatever. Whatever you want from the Chewing the Fat material on, on shop.theblaze.com. You get a t-shirt, you get a hat, you get a mug. The mugs are, I love my coffee mug, Chewing the Fat, and I like the t-shirt too. So, uh, But here's your chance. Free prize from me to you. First one to email me wins it. 